Hi, this is Charles Kelly, Money Tips. Good morning, good morning. Today I have uh, Miriam back with me today. Miriam, the mortgage advisor, the specialist in mortgages, and she's going to be telling us about the updates in the latest mortgage rates and fixed rates and best deals following the interest rate rise, the 11th on, on the trot of interest rate rises, another quarter percent to 4.25. So Miriam will, Miriam will be giving us some updates. But before I go into that, I just want to say, if you do like this content, please like and share. And if you stay with me to the end, I'll be giving you a very special uh, announcement about a free webinar that I have uh, next Wednesday evening. So good morning, Miriam. How are you? Good morning. I'm all right. Thank you. How are you? Great. Thanks. I'm fantastic. Great. So I'm, I'm, I know you must be busy. We're going to go for a quick uh, quick rundown on, on the rates that you've got. How how the market, How's the market reacted to this interest rate rise last week? Well, I mean, despite the interest rate rise, the market has been picking up. Um, it is still busier yeah. than it has been for the last couple of months, which is great. Um, the biggest effect that we're seeing, obviously, with the Bank of England base rate change is the rate uh, is the mortgages for people on trackers, uh, tracker rate mortgages. Um, they're seeing an increase. People are getting letters through the door saying that their mortgage payments can be increasing in the next couple of months. So those are the people who's really affecting, um, getting affected by the rate. But this so is because their their tracker rates are following. The, the base rate rises. So yeah, it's having a direct impact, uh, indirect impact on the right. um, okay. the, the mortgage rates. So they will be seeing their mortgage payments going up at the moment. Um, but in terms of mortgages, uh, the rates are have been, as I said last time as well, they have been coming down since the end of last year. Um, and they're around the 4%, 4 to 5% mark at the moment. So I'll just go through some of the rates that we've got most up to date. Okay, great. Okay. So on the residential side, um, I've made some assumptions here. So I've been looking at 90% loan to value um, rates on a 25 year term capital repayment basis. And I've looked at the lowest rates available on the market. Now, just a caveat, just because they are the lowest rates available on the, uh, on the market doesn't mean that they aren't necessarily the best rate for you because uh, when you take other fees and things into account, but it's just to give you an idea of what the rates uh, look like uh, at the moment. So on a two-year residential purchase, we have rates uh, starting at about 4.75%, product fees of about 1,500 roughly, and five years slightly lower at 4.41%, the same product fee. If you're looking at remortgaging a residential property, and I've gone on the assumption that your loan to value has reduced to about 75%, um, on a two-year deal, we're looking at about 4.3% with no fee, and on a five-year deal, uh, slightly higher at 4.99% with a 999 product fee. Okay. So, those so on the first one, was the, was the five-year higher, 4.75, the 5%? I thought so, two-year sounded like it was a higher rate than the five-year. Okay. Or oh, I got that wrong? No, that's fine. Sorry. Sorry, Charles. Is it? Sorry, just stop. Give me a 90%. First rate you gave, 90%, I think you said one was 4.75, Yeah, no, so for, can I, shall I, shall I email you? Yeah, okay, I'll put the rates up in, in a second. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, let okay. me just, let me just email it to you so then you, you are looking at the same thing as well. Okay, well, I'll put it on the screen later. So, sorry, I've interrupted you. Carry on with the remortgage then, because I'm, I'm assuming you must get a lot of demand for remortgages with people coming out of fixed rates. So maybe you're busy with remortgages, then 
purchases? Yeah, more so on the uh, remortgage side at the moment, okay. um, because a lot of people are going on to the higher deals. Now, the standard variable rate is, for a lot of lenders, above 8% now. 8%, sorry, 8% standard variable rate. Wow. Yeah, since the rate change, um, the lenders have increased their standard variable rates. So it's imperative that people review their mortgages um, and move on to uh, a fixed deal. When the fixed deals are around 4 to 5%, it makes sense to... Um, so the standard variable rates are almost 4% above base rate. It's like a, a commercial loan. And mortgage rates used to be... 2% above base, now they're nearly 4% above base. It's, it's uh, almost criminal, you know. It's quite a jump, and a lot of people are going to find themselves struggling uh, to pay the mortgage, which is why it's important to review it and either move on to a, a new deal or put a plan in place um, as to how you're going to manage with the new monthly payments. Okay. So definitely review your mortgage if you're on a, a tracker or just a normal variable rate. Well, I can't believe many people are on just ordinary variable rate mortgages, but I expect there still are. Um, it, it would be crazy to stay on that rate when you could get a rate almost half of what the standard variable rate is just by going talking to your lender or talking to a, a competent broker like Miriam. Yeah, it's interesting to see actually how many people they take out a mortgage and they don't realize that they have to, it's better to remortgage every few years. They take it out and they think that's it. And when the payments change, they just pay more or less as it changes. Yeah. But ideally, you need to be reviewing your mortgage regularly um, and speaking to an advisor to um, figure out what's what's best to do to keep, you know, to reduce the amount of interest that you're paying back on that loan. Yeah. I think that's where a mortgage broker comes into their own because they're, they're, they're saying to people, well, don't just stay where you are, do this, try this. Don't just look at the headline rate because that might have the biggest fee. Look at the most cost-effective rate. And I think it's totally changed from when I first got my mortgage when you just, everybody had a standard variable rate mortgage. They didn't offer you anything else. And you just stayed with that lender for 25 years and paid it off and said, oh, I paid my mortgage off. But now it's just totally different. I think you've got to be more nimble and flexible and, and talk to brokers like, like Miriam, yeah. Yeah, things are changing all the time. Lenders are competing against each other, so they can offer competitive deals. But also as an advisor, we look at um, what are your life plans? You know, um, what, do you, what do you want to do? How, you, how long are you planning to live in the property? Are you looking to do work to the property? Um, yeah. You need to move because of your children's schools in the future. What are good times to be reviewing the mortgage and how long is it good uh, to have that mortgage deal for? So there's a lot of factors that as an advisor we consider. It's not just down to what's the best rate available. Yeah. You take quite a holistic approach and look at what are your life plans and how does your mortgage fit into that? And how can we make sure that you're paying the least amount of interest back and reviewing that mortgage regularly enough? I can ask about buy-to-let now. Are you getting a lot of... Landlords um, coming to you, are, are landlords selling up? Are, are they just saying, well, I'll, I'll ride it out and wait for rates to come down? I mean, we've heard, we've heard on some BBC shows that landlords are getting out because they're fed up with everything, but I, I don't know how you feel about that. It, it's a mixed bag. Some landlords are holding on. They are holding on yeah. and they're saying, you know, we'll, we'll ride through this. Um, some are looking at other tactics, as I mentioned, so looking at HMOs, holiday lets whether to sell some of their portfolio, pay off, pay down the mortgages of others. Yes. Um, so it, it's a, and then some, some landlords are, are just looking to sell um, because you know, with the rising interest rates, with the tax changes that we've had over the last few years, it's not, buy to let um, is not a viable option for them, for their circumstances, but it varies from, from person to person. Again, it depends on their circumstances. And again, what their end goal is with the, with their investing. So, we have to look into all of that 
but it, it's a mixed yeah. bag. We will most likely see more uh, Vitalet properties coming on back onto the market now this year for landlords that are, have decided that you know that's enough they're going to sell. Yeah, I think the Section Twenty One abol abolition is is coming more in the, in the main news now. I've been talking about it for a year, but they're also talking about maybe a, a, a two week notice for tenants who are, have unsocial behaviour, cause a nuisance, which will kind of replace that long wait for Section 8. But it's all a bit vague and some landlords are just fed up. So I, I don't know. I think a, a bigger problem for landlords could be that they come to remortgage and then the lender says, well, sorry, I can't give you a fixed rate because or I come to the end of a fixed rate and they won't offer them a new fixed rate because it doesn't meet the affordability criteria. That, that could be a big problem, couldn't it? Yeah, that can be an issue because the stress rates have... Um increase so lenders are lending less or you need a higher rent to borrow yeah. the amount that you needed before um, and in those cases some landlords might decide to to sell the property um, at that point if it's if it's not going to work financially if it doesn't stack up anymore or they'll need to pay down some of the mortgage balance uh, to bring those mortgage payments uh, into a more affordable level where the rent will cover it enough to satisfy the, the lender yeah um, and then the rental market's booming there's 30 percent less rental properties on the market, according to Zoopla. So landlords are finding it very easy to let properties out. Um, and so all in, 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 in summary then, the rates haven't gone up horrendously. I expect they have gone up by about a quarter percent, but it's not that, that much different from what we talked about a month ago. It's, it's not too bad. It's just just if you stay on a variable rate, then you, you will be clobbered. By, it's by variable lender. rates that are most affected. Um, looking at fixed rates, they're around between four to five percent are the lowest rates that I would find at the moment. So compared to the standard variable rates of eight percent and um, that, that, that is much lower. So it's worth having a look. Okay. Also between sort of limited company and personal names when it comes to buy to lets, the rates are fairly similar as well. So. OK. Um, yeah. Great. And uh, do you want to talk about help to buy? Because I, th I think that's changing, yes. isn't it? So 31st of March today um, is the last day for the help to buy scheme. So after today, it's going to be over completely. Um, it's been a really great scheme, giving people the uh, chance to get on the property ladder with the government uh, lending towards the deposit. Yeah. Um, so that that has been that's finishing today, and uh, hopefully in due course we'll find out if there is another um, scheme available that's similar. Okay. Right. However, other um, schemes still available, things like shared ownership and right to buy, etc. Yeah, shared ownership is 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 quite a big one, but can be quite expensive depending on the deal that you're offered. But it's it's an option. Um, and as we're coming up to the end of the tax year, uh, I think everybody's got to look at their finances, look at uh, things like ISAs, making your 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 twenty thousand allowance, putting that if you've got twenty thousand sitting in another account, why not put it into an ISA? And, and get your tax-free allowance because then the money's tax-free. But the other thing uh, first-time buyers should be looking at is the lifetime ISA, which is available between 18 and 18 and 40. We've got £4,000 a year into that. And you get each year you get a £1,000 bonus from the government. So you get a 25% bonus. So that's a bit of a no-brainer if you haven't bought a property yet to put your money into a lifetime ISA. There are rules and stipulations as to what you can use the money for, I buy a property or retire, but it, it seems like a no-brainer. Take it while it's there. So if you've got four thousand pounds sitting in an account, a savings account for a deposit, why not look at that lifetime ISA? Obviously, take advice from your financial advisor, but um, you've only got 
a week or so left to, to get your 25% allowance in a lifetime ice. You can Google it. There's loads of suppliers that will do this. A lot of banks will offer them. So, so do look at the lifetime ISAs there and, and any other tax change. You know, if you come into the end of your tax, you look at your pension contributions, look at ISAs and lifetime ISAs. Okay, so thanks, thanks very much, Miriam. And, and just, just want to add one thing that next Wednesday, I've got a, a webinar, 8 p.m. It's the three steps to successful money management. Absolutely free. I'll put a link up to that. And I'll be taking you through the steps to help you get control of your finances so that you can start to build real wealth and then how to maintain that wealth over time so that you can become financially free. Okay, so, so that's it. And unless you want to add anything on the mortgage side, yeah. you've covered everything. But thanks very much for your update. And we'll be talking to you again soon. Thanks very much. And goodbye for now. Thanks, Charles. Bye. Thank you.